0: Welcome to the Active Ingredient Podcast, your destination for all things personal and professional growth. I'm your host, Sophie Wheel, and I am an intentional brand builder on a mission to inspire people to build not only their dream businesses that are fully in alignment and that actually feel good for them to be in, but more importantly, to create well-rounded lives that are in alignment with their values. I believe that we can only grow outward in proportion to how aligned we are internally and that slowly but surely, we are all capable of creating lives that feel incredibly fulfilling to be fully present in. Hello, welcome back to the Active Ingredient Podcast. I am so excited to be doing a full-on solo this week on all things intentional brand building. For those of you who don't know, in addition to being the host of this podcast, I am also the founder of an intentional brand building agency called Nude Nation, N-U-D-E Nation that amplifies aligned and authentic voices and brands. And I have been in the PR brand building space now for over 10 years and have had my agency now for almost five, which is insane. And I've built many, many brands over the years, many of which I am sure that a lot of you have heard of. I also now own my own physical product company that I started with my sister last year called Piano Piano, which means slowly, slowly in Italian. And it's a vibrant table. We're lying on a mission to encourage us all to slow down and to come alive. Since launching my own physical product brand, it has absolutely shifted my perception of brand building as a whole. And it has definitely refined my method even more so in order to serve aligned businesses at different stages, because the strategy for a pre-launch fully bootstrap business and the strategy for an existing heritage brand that is fully funded or celebrity backed is completely different. And this episode is more so for the up and coming brands, the dreamers that are likely bootstrapped or have a friends and family round of funding or have a line of credit, but are really trying to figure this thing out on their own. And I wanted to do an episode for whoever that is that's out there that has something that the world needs and you just don't know how to get it out there. For context, my brand, Piano Piano, is entirely bootstrapped. My sister and I put in our own savings and we did break even with our initial investment in about month two without doing any paid ads or paid marketing all through organic initiatives, press and influencer gifting. In the 10 months since launching, we have been covered in over 10 publications, including Forbes, Domino, Town & Country, a ton of other amazing outlets. We've been in the hands of influencers like Lauren Bostic and Emma Ledger. And we are now carried in one of the most aligned online retailers for us over the moon. I'm sharing this not to show off at all, but I am sharing this because we are not an anomaly. And it is absolutely possible to grow your brand in an incredibly aligned way so long as you stick to your values and you stay consistent. And I genuinely, genuinely want that for anyone who's listening. And I want to help as many people as I can get their voice and their dream out there in the world. And I know that it's possible because we did it. So I just wanted to do an episode on that. I know a lot of brand builders, entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs listen to Active Ingredient. So I wanted to do a whole episode breaking down exactly how I think about brand building from all angles. And also before we get into all of these insights, I wanted to share that I am now offering one-on-one brand building strategy sessions for anyone who's looking to take their message, product, service, anything that you're working on to the next level where I will act as your mirror, help you come up with your personalized strategy, identify your secret sauce and come up with your tangible game plan and just general guidance on how to go from point A to B, B to C and down the road until this brand is known. I have a link in the show notes if you want to sign up and I am taking a handful of people per month. So if that is of interest to you, if you're just looking for someone else to kind of listen to where you're at in your journey and just actually give you a plan and tell you what the areas are that make the most sense to focus on, I would love to be of service there. So I have the link there if you guys want to check that out, I'm available. So with all of that, this is how I think about brand building in order of priority. Number one, identifying your values. What do you, your brand, and your products stand for? What do you want people to think of when they think of you and your brand? What are your guiding principles? We need to get extremely clear on what this is because I cannot tell you how helpful it is when it comes to making decisions for your business down the road to have this list of the things that are guiding you and your business in your back pocket to measure every single thing up against that. The same applies to life, by the way. So once you are clear on what your values are, it just becomes so clear as to what is in alignment and what is not in alignment, which makes decision-making that much easier, which by the way, as the business owner, is your number one role. So every single thing should layer up to this for your business. For example, for Piano Piano, our values are slowing down, coming live, presence spending time with loved ones, friends, and family, and living vibrantly. So every single time that we have to make a decision, and it does not matter the size of the decision, whether it be a packaging decision, an Instagram post, a retail partnership, an influencer we're working with, literally, it does not matter what it is. We always ask ourselves, does this make us feel alive? Does it embody slowing down? Does it just make us come alive? Is it it rooted in connection to self or our loved ones? Is it vibrant? Every single thing that we do, is measured up against our values. So spending real time to get clear with yourself on what those are for you, think like four to five guiding values and it will make decision-making a lot easier, which again is what will keep the train moving is if you can make decisions in alignment, with intention and for the overall betterment of the business. Number two, identifying your secret sauce. Identifying your own personal secret sauce is the next step after figuring out what your values are. And it's the thing, it's the thing in your brand that is special and unique and only you can express it. And I think that it's, I, and as someone who does this for other people, it comes so naturally to me. I think that when doing it for myself, especially with like active ingredient or things that are like more me, it's harder for me to just like be so clear on it. Because sometimes you need a mirror to be the one to be like, no, this is like the thing that I'm so curious about. So a big hint for this is just that it's something that comes extremely easily to you. You are already doing it probably. It's already a part of your day-to-day. And I'll give an example. So for Piano Piano, I would say that our secret sauce is in our sister dynamic, being completely unfiltered and how much our family is involved with just the storytelling, the business, etc. cetera. So there are a lot of tableware lines out there in the world. Believe it or not, there are many, many, many of them. But we center our brand in our sister dynamic and not taking ourselves too seriously and involve our family as much as we possibly can, because that is the thing that is Hours. So we genuinely do spend a ton of time together and we really do have all of these brunches and dinners and barbecues that you probably see on our feed. And it just makes it extremely easy for us to show up that way because it's actually a part of our life already. So it's just simple. And so identifying what that is for you and your brand, and if you can hone in on that consistently, it really, really helps to kind of have that spark that makes it yours and that makes it different. And not in a way that's like, let me try to be different. But like the actual genuine, the genuine side of it that makes it yours is extremely important because you want that to also be reflective in every single thing that you do. And Another way to actually start to identify what that is or what that secret sauce is, is for you to just say your story over and over again to as many people as you possibly can. People in your life, your friends, acquaintances, your barista, your doorman, it doesn't matter. Say your story and pay attention to the parts where people light up. That is like one of the best things that you can do if you're stuck on figuring out what that secret sauce is. Aside from the fact that it's probably something that you're already, it's already a part of it. You're already doing it. But a reflection point can be for you to say your story and just witness at what parts in the story are people connecting? Is it resonating? Are people lighting up? Are they like leaning in? All of these cues are telling you that that is a part where something is clicking and we need to get really curious about what that is. What is it about that story? Is it that you had some sort of disease and overcame it? And in the part of the story where you're talking about the disease, that is when people really connect and resonate and lean in. Is it in the quality of the ingredients that you source them from? I don't know where in the world and whatever. Like what is the secret sauce? That is what you really, really want to get so clear on and make that reflective in every single thing that you do. And also it might be random. So like, just let yourself be open to this like exploration and getting curious, but it might be a random thing that you, it wasn't even on your radar, but start trying to find a through line as you're saying your story as to the moments in which people are connecting and let yourself be open to whatever it is and lean in. I had to come on here to tell you guys about this brand that just launched. It's called Fiome, F-I-O-M-E. And it is a daily fiber support bite that I am legitimately obsessed with. There really isn't anything like this in the market And the fiber category has just genuinely not been disrupted or looked at in a really, really long time. Like the things that we think of, like I'm not going to name name brands, but the things that we think of are just so outdated. And if you actually look at those ingredients, there are a lot of things that are actually harmful to your gut, but Fyome is so freaking delicious. It tastes amazing. I honestly have it kind of like a snack and I've been testing it now for... A few months now, I traveled to Europe with them. I actually talked about them on my travel solo episode. And I, every time that I travel, especially like longer haul flights, those first few days, I struggle. It's like the struggle bus when it comes to being regular, if you know what I mean. And this was just something that, like I had no qualms while I was traveling. i I had it. Almost all of those beginning days that I was there, I've been testing it for a really long time. And above all else, it's just a brand that I really trust. The founder is so incredibly intentional. It's my friend Isa. And I just, I've seen this whole process. It's delicious. The ingredients are incredibly clean. And there are five grams of fiber in one bite. And Fun fact 95% of Americans are not getting enough fiber in their diet, and fiber is what helps things move. And their slogan, keep things moving, is like literally what it's all about. So if you want to check it out, they are giving all active ingredient listeners 15% off your order when you use code ACTIVE. A-C-T-I-V-E. Their website is fium, Fiome, F I O M E dot C O. C-O, and use code ACTIVE, A-C-T-I-V-E at checkout for 15% off. They're so delicious. I really cannot recommend them enough. My next batch gets here actually in like probably the next few hours. I cannot freaking wait. And I'm just so happy to see brands like this existing in the world and that I have the opportunity to support them. So check them out if you want to try it out, ACTIVE, and let me know if you do. All right. Number three, understanding the different vehicles of awareness. It is a blessing and a curse that we have so much media available to us these days. We used to think of media as just newspapers, magazines, and broadcast, right? But think of your own behavior. Where do you hear of new brands? This is an exercise that I love to do every single time that I buy something new or someone in my life buys something new. I literally ask them to reverse engineer. When was the first time that you heard of this product? How did you hear of it? How many times had you heard of it? Who really ended up being the one to like get you to pull the trigger? Getting extremely curious as to what that process is, is step one. But there really are just so many different vehicles that exist for us, which is fabulous. But it can be overwhelming. There are influencers. There are podcasts. There are press outlets, there are events, there are speaking opportunities, newsletters, YouTube videos, Substacks. TikTok reels, etc, 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 etc. There are just so many things, which is fabulous, but it could be overwhelming. And this is where self-awareness needs to come into play full throttle, because I can totally understand where analysis paralysis comes into play. And you're like, Oh my God, like I need to be showing up everywhere. How the hell am I going to do that as probably a solo founder with limited time? yeah, you don't. And <laughs> you just have to get really clear on the vehicles of awareness that make the most sense for your brand and the ones that you naturally gravitate towards. And probably the things that you naturally gravitate towards for the most part, if you're a mission-driven brand, like there's a tie to it that has to be that's similar to you. So where does your demographic hang out? Are they hanging out on Instagram? Are they hanging out on TikTok? Are they active email readers, newsletter, or subscribers? Are they reading media? Do they trust certain people? Really starting to get curious as to who or what those vehicles of awareness are. And my recommendation is to pick two to three vehicles that are in your control and two to three vehicles that are not in your control. And I'll explain. So the things that are in your control are the things that you own and you create. You put it out there yourself and you're not relying on anyone else to validate it. You're just creating and putting out. And that can be anything like creating content on Instagram, hosting your own events, creating your own podcast, creating your own editorial series, just things that are owned by you and your brand then there are things that have the outside validation, that external, the things that are not in your control, which are press, influencer gifting, awards, event opportunities, speaking opportunities, partnerships, retail collaborations. That is ultimately in the hands of someone else, you know, giving that ultimate stamp of approval, the go ahead, the yes. And in my experience, having both of those things at play at the same time. Is how you feel that kind of momentum happening. So, for example, with piano piano, our two to three vehicles in our control at this moment are Instagram or Instagram content and newsletters. The things that are not in our control are influencer gifting and press coverage. So, For us, we are consistently putting things out there that we own. We are constantly putting out content on our Instagram. We're also dabbling a little bit on TikTok. And we send really thoughtful newsletters once a month, which I know is a a slower cadence. I mean, we are building this business a lot slower, but... We are going at our own pace and that is what we have available to us in our time right now to commit to. So Instagram and newsletters, we own influencer gifting and press coverage. We are putting out there on a weekly basis, but we can't own when that activates, if that makes sense. So get clear on two to three vehicles of awareness that are in your control and two to three vehicles of awareness that are not in your control. Number four, committing and coming up with a game plan. So this is where you decide what your cadence is going to be for both what is in your control and what is out of your control. You're then going to look at your year at a glance and you're going to start to come up with what you're going to create and what you're going to prepare for so that the things that are out of your control can start to materialize. So for example, let's say that you commit to posting on Instagram and launching an editorial series for your blog as the things that you control. Get clear on how often you are posting on Instagram and how often does that editorial series come out. Then for what is out of your control, let's say that you commit to gifting 20 influencers per month and pitching yourself to be a guest on a podcast every month and you pitch five podcasts per week. Get honest with yourself on what is within your bandwidth and just commit and week over week do both what is in your control and what is out of your control. Wash, rinse, repeat every single week and things will start to line up. Number five, networking. I have said this 8 million times on the show. I will say it 8 million more times, but the absolute most important thing in business and in life is your relationships, the quality of your relationships. It does not matter if you have the best product, the best intention, the best mission, the best pitch, the best delivery. If you do not have a relationship, it will be so much harder to cut through the noise because let me tell you, there is so much noise and this is not to discourage. It is just to awaken to the fact that we need to be prioritizing human to human connection for so many reasons. But this episode is specific to brand building and networking. It's just the thing that will really help get your brand off the ground, out in the world and for it to be known. And... You know, I have this podcast. I actually receive so many pitches per day and I delete, I want to say 95% of them. If I don't know who it is that's pitching me or I have never heard of them or if the pitch is obvious. I mean, if I get, I've gotten very few of them, but like some really, really good pitches. But the ones that I am open to are either someone that I have like, you know, been messaging with on Instagram for some time, or I'm familiar with them on some level, or I've met them in person, or I've heard them speak some sort of network connection point that gets me excited to want to have them on. You can have a great pitch and you, you will have a great pitch. Like you have to have all of these things in place, but I am telling you right now that nothing will help more than having a foot in the door in a place that you want to see your brand. So I know that that can be overwhelming for a lot of people. That's actually, in fact, one of the reasons why people outsource this to other agencies is because you're tapping into the network of people that are within the agency's realm. You know, like when people come to Nude Nation, they're coming to us for strategy, for our expertise and for our network. Those are the things that you pay for when you come to an agency to execute on your behalf because you just get it done faster. We already have these relationships we've had them for years. So all this to say is that we weren't born with these relationships. So many times relationships will happen. And then sometimes a a client press piece will come out of that relationship in the matter of a month or less. So it's really, we weren't born knowing how to do this. We weren't born with this like Rolodex of people. Every single person can do it. And in fact, a lot of agencies actually don't share contact information with their clients and i that is just not how i function at all like my clients are friendly with the podcast host are on email with them i want my clients to grow their network because the day that i'm no longer working with them it is so incredibly invaluable for them to have that relationship and that is like it's just like not the way that i roll the networking effect for your business is the most important thing that you can possibly do. I I, I put it above everything, not above your values. I put it above everything, but even your values will dictate who it is that you're networking with. So every week, which is a rule that I have at my agency, I have it with myself and anyone that I consult with advise, this is a consistent thing is networking with two people per week. That is so freaking doable. It does not have to be in person, even though I do recommend in person for so many reasons, again, from like a soul perspective, from like a true relationship, like connection point, but it could be on Zoom as well. Two per week, it is a networking compound effect. You then create this massive kind of like Orbit this web of people in your life. And it doesn't always have to be like within your vehicles. Like let's say that you are doing influencer gifting and press. It doesn't have to just be influencers and press. It can be another brand founder that you can potentially collaborate with. It could be someone that's industry adjacent. Just getting yourself out there and getting in the practice of going to meet with people that you can talk about your brand with on a weekly basis will take you so freaking far. I cannot even explain. So... Literally, please, if there's one thing to take from this, aside from getting clear on what your values are, is to go network with two people per week, every single week for the rest of the year. Like that is your challenge. So networking above all else. Yeah. That's literally like, I, I just have to say that. And then lastly is consistency. So none of this works if you don't stay consistent for some time. A minimum of six months is required to see some sort of real movement. And it's the same with everything in life. A little each day will take you a lot further than one big flash in the pan, splashy moment. So, brick by brick, the train will start to move. You have to trust that. And I say this to my clients as well, especially in the beginning, because you know, people want things to be activated immediately and that like you see the turnaround. Expect that it will feel like legitimately nothing is happening for at least three months. Like expect that you're putting yourself out there and there's no return for at least three months. Like you need to have that expectation because not that I want you to like think negatively, but I just, I don't want that to happen and you to be like, oh, my brand sucks. Like no one cares. Like that is par for the course. Even for me who has done this for a bajillion years, it's still the same case for me. It just takes traction. It takes, you have to just put in that work so you can start to see the train moving. And so having the expectation that three months of just like no real movement and slowly starting to feel that train moving is what you can expect and if you cannot make peace with that then i just don't think that this is something that makes sense for you to be spending time on because that is like literally the way that it goes and if you're going to if it's not going to be good for your mental health to think that like you if you're not getting immediate gratification from this like i just want to set the expectation that This is literally how it goes. And it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with the brand. It's just like literally how it is. So if you can commit to that, if you can make peace with that, then great. Then you're going out there and it's just a numbers game at this point. You just go out there, you say your thing and you say, okay, fabulous. It's been two months and I haven't heard anything. Great. This is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. Keep going. Keep going. Something else that I always say is that press builds on press. So once you get out there, Once you start getting pressed, once people start hearing your name, it becomes a snowball effect. And I'll explain. Like even right now when I'm getting pitches for people to come on Active Ingredient, my first thing, I go look at their Instagram, I go look at their, I Google them to see their news page and when there's absolutely nothing on a person, I'm like, I don't even know how to do research for this. So like, it's going to be harder for me. Like, how do they have podcast links? Is there places that I can hear them speak so that I have like an idea of what they are? If I haven't discovered them myself, obviously, you know? And once you start getting out there and you start being known for that thing not only will it be easier to kind of just attract more of the same things when you're doing outbound, but you'll also start to receive inbound, which makes the train move faster because you start saying, oh, wow, like, okay, I was on this podcast and this other podcast host heard it. And now they're reaching out to me because they want me to come on. It builds upon itself. So that's why it's so much slower in the beginning. And it's so much more kind of like putting yourself out there to try to like get the momentum moving. And then at a certain point, once you're getting a ton of inbounds, then it becomes more of like this discerning experiment where you're like, okay, like now I want to be way more discerning on what it is that I'm doing and what I'm not. Even though everything that you are doing, we definitely want to make sure is values aligned. So yeah. So I mean, again, with the having the patience of the months that it takes to like really start seeing that traction and knowing that this is a long, long game, PR is not performance. It is not performance. It is and just brand building as a whole, this is a long game and thing. You need to be thinking five years. You need to be thinking like, this is like, I mean, you start definitely start seeing traction before five years, but like you really start seeing the true fruits of your labor a year in at least. So it is an absolute long game, which is why it's so freaking cool that we have so many platforms available to us that we can own content in the interim that we fully self-validate that we're so in alignment with and we feel really good about putting it out there in the world that's showcasing who the hell this brand is, who you are, and you own that for this time period that it takes for people outside of the brand for other people to validate it along the way. So pay attention to what is working. Pay attention to what is not working. When you are having a meeting with someone and seeing your brand story, pay attention to the parts where they are lighting up that is your secret sauce. Keep refining, keep listening, keep creating from your heart and always, 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 no matter how big or small the decision, layer every single thing back up to your values in brand building and in life. So with that, I hope that this was helpful. I am cheering you on. You have no idea how badly I want this to work for you. You are incredible for putting yourself out there. And if you are a leader who is creating something in alignment with your values, like you are doing the world such a freaking service and we need you. So please keep going. My DMs are open if you have any questions and I will see you next week. Bye. And more importantly, thank yourself for choosing to learn more about how to to come home to yourself. As always, take what resonates with you and simply let go of what doesn't. I would really appreciate it if you can give the show five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is that you listen, because that's the way that the show will continue to grow. And we are all about growth here. I'm sending you so much love and I will see you next week.